0: what's up guys this is brent from ufc unwrapped follow me on twitter at ufc unwrapped interact uh what i'm trying to do is make this page the only live mma forum on twitter meaning i'll bring up topics you guys can bring up topics i'll make sure to retweet anything of significance and what it'll do is it'll get people to interact it'll give you guys uh, a chance to have your voices heard so I think it's a really fun opportunity for all the MMA community, so make sure to tell your friends about it, get on yourself, talk MMA, um, I'll spread I'll spread all your guys' voices, I promise. I want to bring everyone together, so make sure to follow me on Twitter, at UFC Unwrapped, uh, and then make sure to tune into this podcast at the podcast app, that purple app on iOS, and uh, on Android, you can look it up on the podcast app, I'm not sure what color that one is. UFC Unwrapped, anywhere you look for it. YouTube channel coming soon. We also just did a a video deal with uh, an app called Sportscaster. So sports and then caster is spelled C-A-S-T-R. And there we can, you know, have a, a way better variety of ways for you guys to listen, including video, audio. So make sure to download Sportscaster. We'll be up on there shortly. And then also a YouTube channel. So, on this episode, it's not going to be a long episode. I just wanted to talk about some topics, some recaps mainly. I'm going to do another podcast maybe uh, Wednesday. And there I'm going to put the fight predictions. I might even do it tomorrow. But there I'm going to do the fight predictions for the upcoming UFC card. Junior Dos Santos versus Francis Ngannou. That that main card we're going to break down. I think I'm going to have my boy Zane Bando on it. We're going to bounce our ideas off each other. So tune into that one here. We're going to do a recap though. I want to talk about uh, Bellator. I want to talk about Bare Knuckle Fighting. I want to talk about the Fights Prediction Contest that I started on Twitter. Uh, And then I want to tell you guys about some future guests that I have coming up. And then we're going to recap the last UFC card too. So on the next podcast episode, we're going to do a full main card breakdown or any, any good fights that I see that... I want to share my opinion on maybe give some betting tips, predictions. Uh, You'll hear that in the next episode. So let's start with Bellator. Um, Damn, Chael versus Lyoto. It was a fun fight. Chael retired, as I as he should have. You know, it was a good time for Chael. This wasn't like a prolonged retirement, in my opinion. I think if you, we don't know what it's like. I mean, most of us don't know what it's like to be a guy like Chael Sonnen. And be any type of professional fighter. But when your heart is there, when you're, all your education, for the most part, is on that, you're that passionate about it. We don't know what it's like for these guys, the older guys, you know, even Anderson Silva. Like, for them to want to keep returning, keep fighting. We can't keep telling them to retire when we don't know what it's like to live their life. Um, I think I respected Chael's decision to keep fighting all the way up until I saw this performance. And uh, it just seemed like the right time, you know. This was like the the loss for him to go out on. And I also think Machida looks really, really good too. I'm not saying Chill looks terrible, but Lyoto definitely made a statement there. He's still active. He's still sharp. He still looks good. His timing is there. His power is there. I'm excited for Lyoto's future, really. I think that he still has a decent amount of fights in him left. I don't see any quit in Lyoto. And then uh, Chill, yeah, he, he retires, and he says there's no chance of coming back. And speaking of Chill, I mean, he... Uh, what are people saying on Twitter? Like he ended Luke Thomas's career now. Luke Thomas, who's a co-host for a show I believe called the MMA Hour. I think Luke said earlier this morning that he is ending that show. That they did the final episode because Chael went to uh his YouTube channel I believe or his podcast it might have been and said what he had to say about Luke because Luke had some mixed opinions on Chael. Um, you know it's. A lot of fighters don't like Luke Thomas, including John Jones. He said that in a press conference before. He heard Luke's question all the way out and then just refused to answer it because he said he didn't like him. So, um, I don't know, man. I praise Chael. He's immortalized, in my opinion. And um, good for him for standing up for himself and and putting Luke in his place. Because that guy's not a fighter. He shouldn't be talking the way he does about, about fighters, especially ones like Chael Sonnen, who have made such an impact. Uh, and then also, it really sucked to see Aaron Pico go out the way he did. I mean, third loss by KO. Bad KO, too. I mean, that that knee would have knocked out anybody, but it just sucks that it had to be him. It sucks that it had to ha- be this fight at Madison Square Garden. It really sucks for him. He's probably going to have to take a decent amount of time off this time. Um, I don't think we're going to see Aaron Pico return for about a year if that. I think he's going to take uh, at least a year off, Um, repackage himself. He'll probably stay at Jackson Wink. And yeah, man, knock on wood, that guy can get something going for him because he still has the capabilities. He still has the skills to be world class. So I mean, he is world class, but we're just not seeing it in his performances yet. It, It can't just be the matchmaking. He's got to really cool it and figure it out, man. I don't know. I like Aaron Pico. I hope it works out for him. Uh, and then, you know, Gegard Mousasi loses his title to uh, Lovato Jr. That guy's crazy. That guy's jiu-jitsu is insane. His ground game is insane. And also, it showed how good Mousasi's ground game was. I mean, this guy, Lovato, has won multiple world championships in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And, you know, Musasi was able to resist the entire fight so that's where we saw Musasi's experience I think Lovato's just that good I don't think Musasi's bad or diminishing no I mean the dude has like 47 wins and 7 losses or something like that I don't know the exact record he's crazy Musashi uh, I don't think he's overrated at all I just think Lovato's that good and um, I'm really excited to see him to defend his title It's going to be interesting to see who can take that kind of style out that he has, that ridiculous ground game. So, yeah, man, Bellator was exciting. And then, uh, you know, for UFC, I mean, I didn't unfortunately get to watch the whole card live, which uh, is unfortunate. I usually get to watch them. But I heard that there were some good performances. Uh, I rewatched some of the fights. Luis Pena, man, that guy was just clinical. Clinical, just... Like, 10-8 rounds, man. Crazy. He said he was going to do it, and he did it the exact way he said he was going to do it. Um, the stoppage may have been a little late. I don't think that Matt Winman should have taken that much damage. Or, what's his name? Women? Matt Winman? Wyman? I don't know, man. I, this is not my business of pronouncing names right, but I try. He should not have taken that much damage, in my opinion. But, you know, at least we got to see Luis Pena showcase himself. Uh that's a lightweight to keep your eye on. It really is. I don't know what's next for him. Uh if you guys have any ideas about who's next for Luis Pena, hit me on Twitter and I'll share and we'll see who else is on board with you. Uh and then damn this heavyweight guy, man. What's his name? Uh Jerzinho Rosenstruck. I'm gonna just call him Rosenstruok. I don't know how to pronounce either his first or his last name, but I feel like I'm closer on the last name. Kinda looks like Derek Lewis. Uh, dude, this guy is eight and Put away Alan Crowder with a jab, it was. In nine seconds, finished the fight. Alan Crowder, he just fought Greg Hardy and won by DQ, cause uh Greg hit him with something illegal. It was a knee, I believe. Um, and this guy put him away with a jab. That's some serious power. So damn, I'm excited to see what's next for that guy. Really am. That was humbling to see. I mean, a jab just put him away. First punch, done. Great. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see that guy back. Uh, Then there's Darren Wynn versus Eric Spicely. Uh, that was a really, really close competitive fight. I mean, these that was a fight that you could tell these guys wanted the bonus. And honestly, that's what I hate. About the pay system in the UFC. Like, sometimes it pays off because you see these guys, like, you can tell they're fighting for a bonus or fighting for that win bonus, even. That should not be how pay is. Pay should be the same no matter what. You win, lose, you get the same pay. These win bonuses, it doesn't make the guys try harder. No one wants to get their ass beat. So, I don't know what's up with that pay system. I mean, come on. Pay people accordingly. Like, shit, that makes me emotional. Uh, and then to the main card, damn, it sucks. John Lineker pulled out. I <laughs> just with all the shit surrounding John Lineker, all that stigma like pulls out again day before the fight. I don't know. Unfortunate. I liked I liked that matchup, that rematch. So uh it sucks, but I don't know what's next for him. Is UFC going to cut him? I have no fucking clue. The guy needs to get it together, though. Oh man, okay, so then there was uh, Barbarina and Randy Brown, so damn, Randy looked good. I mean, Brian Barbarina is no joke, and Randy put on a, a masterpiece. That was beautiful, it was like painting a picture. Just a beautiful painting, this Picasso artwork that Randy Brown put on him. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was just fucking beautiful to watch. I mean, Barbarina had no answers at all uh i don't know man depending on uh the rest of the the rest of the division i don't know who you give randy brown right now i don't know it's tough he lost to nico price devastating fashion not to like kick a guy when he's down but i mean nico's going for a fight like mike perry he wants so I don't know what's next for Randy. He, all I know is he looked really good. And uh, I'd love to keep talking about it and see what's next for him. I think we just got to wait for a little bit of the division to play out. Um, and then, damn Korean Zombie and Moicano. So, to be honest with you guys, like I thought Moicano was going to outpoint him. And uh, take a decision win. That was my prediction. But Korean Zombie put him away in a minute. Just beautiful boxing. Beautiful boxing. I mean, Mo- Moikano's still wor- world-class. I don't know what fight's next for him right now, but for Zombie, I'd like to see an Aldo rematch. I think he lost to him in, like, 2013 or something. Uh, that rematch makes all the sense in the world, including Aldo. He just extended his contract today, I believe. He signed a extension on his UFC contract, and that fight makes all the sense. Korean zombie Aldo too. That's the fight. I don't know what's uh, what's everyone's problem on Aldo. I mean, like I was reading the comment. I think Mark Raimondi, he tweeted about the, the Aldo extension on his contract. And I just was reading all these people saying that it was a stupid idea that Aldo should retire. Why are you guys saying that? The dude's 32. I believe he's 32. I don't know. Give or take a year. But... Why would you want Aldo to retire? He's been looking phenomenal. Like, really, he loses to Volkanovski. I mean, he didn't look like vintage Aldo in that fight exactly, but that also just shows how good Volkanovski is. So, and then he loses to Max Holloway twice. The the greatest featherweight in the world, arguably, not named Jose Aldo, you know? It's like, you guys can't be like, retire, That's the best option for Aldo, really? Like, the dude's pretty young. He's been through a lot of wars, but I think he can get momentum again just like any other fighter. I really do. I don't think he's this, like, walking CTE monster that, like, he's going to crumble any second and never be able to fight again. No, I think he's a durable dude. So, Um, congratulations, Jose Aldo. I'm excited to see him back in there. Hopefully, they can get Korean Zombie and Aldo on, like, a... On like a December card, like a New Year's card or something. That would be sweet. And then... um, So, I got some guests coming up in the next couple weeks. Uh, The legend, Mark Coleman. He's going to be on the podcast. Another legend, Pat Miletic. Um, I've been speaking to both of them. They're going to get on here. I've been talking to uh, a couple different agents in the ufc bryce mitchell's agent so i've i've been i've been uh you know sliding into some dms trying to make some things happen get some future guests on here so you guys have some exciting things to look forward to as do i this is amazing for me too uh let's see the next the next ufc card um i want to go over it a little bit but i'm not going to do a breakdown until the next podcast which i believe is tomorrow try to get it out tomorrow so that card is uh francis Singano, junior dos santos co is Husier formiga and joseph Benavides. there's Damian May on that card versus uh anthony rocco martin drew dober marco polo reyes paul craig's back on that card against another undefeated dude alonzo manyfield damn they just want paul to lose man they just want him out I mean, the dude had a rough go in the UFC already. He won by like a last-second submission in his last fight after getting his ass beat. Uh, I love Bear Jew though, man. I love it. Represent the tribe. But damn, they gotta go easy on him or something. I mean, I don't know who. Um, I don't know many many fields style yet, but damn, they're just giving him all these undefeated guys. So I don't know. Good luck, Paul Craig. I'm rooting for you. My heart's with you. And then um. Fat burn. They took Woodley and Lawler off the card because Woodley pulled out. That sucks. That really sucks. That would have been a really fun fight to see. Um, Perfect fight for Woodley to come back to after that just beating from Usman. And uh, a perfect bounce back fight from Lawler after arguably beating Askren. Looking really good in that fight. So that would have just been a perfect matchup. I think that fight still makes sense if they want to rebook it. I'm rooting for it. Um... Another guy to watch on the card is Ricardo Ramos. That guy's amazing. I think 23 years old, beautiful techniques, reminds me a lot of Yair Rodriguez. Um he's lost a couple but look up that guy's highlights from the UFC. He's done some work. He put away Frosta brother with a crazy spinning back elbow. Like the dude has ridiculous technique. You're going to see him uh fight on the prelims. Uh, and then there's Eric Anders coming back. I'm excited for him. Um, yeah, and then there's Maurice Green, Junior Albini. There's some cool fights. So we're going to go over those, uh, I think, tomorrow. But definitely excited to break some of those fights down. And then there's UFC 239 coming up July 6th on pay-per-view. Uh, John Jones, Tiago Santos, Nunez versus Holm, Jorge Masvidal versus Askren. Jan Blachowicz versus Luke Rockhold at light heavyweight for for Luke. This is his debut in that division. Diego Sanche, uh, Sanchez versus Michael Chiesa. Francis Engano versus Junior dos Santos got canceled. That got moved to the to the card that's coming up this Saturday. But that was supposed to be on this card originally. Still stacked card. Gilbert Melendez versus Arnold Allen. Uh, Sean O'Malley unfortunately pissed hot again. Isn't going to be fighting Marlon Cidoveras. Claudia uh, Godella is going to be on this card fighting Randa Marcos. Damn. Stacked, stacked card. Edmund Shabazian versus Jack Marshman. Damn. All right, man. Excited. That's a fat card. Be- besides UFC 241, that's a... I don't know, one of the best pay-per-views of the year in my opinion. I I love Askren too, I'm really excited to see that guy back. And Masvidal, don't get me wrong, but I don't know, something special about Askren, man, that guy's aura is great, like just great. So uh, on Twitter, I did start this fight predictions billboard, so what I'm going to be doing is every week for the most part that there's a a UFC event, I'm going to be posting fights on Twitter with asking for your prediction on them. So what you're going to do is you're going to comment with your prediction, you're going to bookmark it, and then you're going to DM it to me if your pick was right. Um, It's a lot of work for me to go through all the comments and everything and and gather everyone's picks. So this is the best way to get it entered to me and keep it organized for me. And and then I'm going to post a billboard uh, showing who has the best picks about every week, maybe every other week. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, get your get your name out. Let people know that you know what's up with the UFC and you can pick fights. I mean, you can predict fights. Hopefully, you don't pick fights. That's that would just that's not the kind of energy I want around me. You can predict fights. That's the message we're trying to put out. So make sure to look for those posts where I ask for a prediction and then uh, give your prediction. If you're right, message it to me, and then uh, make sure to get on all of them too, so it doesn't like detriment your record. I don't want it to make your guys' records look bad. Comment on everyone. Just choose. I'm gonna. I'm not going to do every fight. I'm going to do uh, certain fights that are attractive to me for whatever reason. And then you guys are going to predict on those fights. And then people will know what your guys' record is publicly uh, if you're one of the best. Uh, and then Bare Knuckle deserves some attention to talk about. Finally, it's put to rest. Pauli Malanaji versus Artem Lobov and Bare Knuckle. Artem beats him by decision. Some people say it's controversial. I don't know if it is. I I kind of agreed with it, to be honest. Um, Pauly thought he could win this fight by boxing rules, just like bobbing and weaving and making Artem miss. And although it looked good, that's not how you win a bare-knuckle fight. They purposely make that ring a little bit smaller for a reason. They don't want you uh, you know, on your back foot, really. They want you guys going forward. I think Artem brought the fight. He had a lot of reasons to fight, man. I mean... This beef kind of goes back for a little bit and Polly made it super personal. There was like some Yo Mama jokes thrown out there, some spit, some uh, just insults, man. Making it dirty, just not not good beef. And uh, yeah, so Polly kind of brought all this stigma on himself and he lost. I mean, what do you know? He's 38 years old and probably his first time fighting bare knuckles, so... Hopefully, it's put to rest now. Pauly wants to make amends with Artem, and I think they already did. Uh, but, yo, now we know the truth about McGregor versus Paulie in that sparring session. We know the truth now. Conor beat his ass. <laughs> Plain and simple. There is no argument now. And, uh, yeah, so finally, the go, Artem. He's, like, the best boxer in the world now. He's a world champ. Like, he's the GOAT. Bare-knuckle boxing. Finally, in one sport, he fills that role. I love it, man. I love Artem. And, uh, yeah, you know, Conor McGregor, just while we're kind of on that topic, he's he's been sporting a cast recently, playing Broken Hand. I don't know if it's legit or not. It probably is. I'm not going to say it's not, but I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Conor. Maybe he's irrelevant. Maybe we should just stop talking about him. Anyway, this podcast is over. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped. And, uh, oh, you know what? I just got reminded of something. Someone asked me a question on Twitter. Uh, His name is RetiredBVC. On Twitter, he asked me um, about Chael Sonnen. So he said, with the retirement of Chael Sonnen, what do you think his legacy will be in MMA? And uh, honestly, man, Chael. The dude is a legend. I already talked about him in the beginning, but yeah, the dude's a legend. And uh, he's the one who who really introduced that these guys are smart. They're not just like these idiot macho men walking into a ring throwing fists at each other. I mean, you can be articulate and be a fighter. And that's what Chill introduced to the, to the sport of martial arts, in my opinion. And I think he'll forever be remembered for that. And also just being witty, being an actor, being an entertainer, a true entertainer. Uh, making the sport more than just about blood. There's a lot of reasons why I love chill, but the dude's immortalized in my opinion, and I love him. And also, you guys should keep asking questions too, so that way I can give you guys shout-outs shout, shout outs on the podcast. Anyway, so yeah, follow me on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped, and make sure to tune into these podcasts. Um, that purple podcast app, just type in UFC Unwrapped. And then download Sportscaster. Caster uh there's no E in it, C-A-S-T-R. And then we're going to be making a YouTube channel too. So uh, just more outlets for you guys to find us. Hope you guys have a good week. Hope you guys have been good. I know I didn't do a podcast for the for the past few weeks. But I really enjoyed this one. And uh, stay tuned for this week. We're going to do another breakdown for the upcoming UFC card. Love you guys. Message me on Twitter. Tweet me. Uh, I'll make sure to share all your guys' voices. Peace.